0: The part about fear is 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 really um, one of the key things that I want to talk to you about tonight, and expect um, well, and kind of do a little bit of a um, zoom in to one part of the, the Christmas story, the shepherds. I know that um, let us look at maybe the shepherds back then as being really cool and like you know um, maybe people really admired them because. You know, they did this job that uh, wasn't everyone. one. But actually, um, as I dug into a little bit, into some of the history about shepherds in the time of Jesus, I heard something really surprising. That shepherds weren't really um, very well respected. And they were kind of looked at as part of the group of sinners. Um, because they like thieves. And not only that, but... Um, like from the time that Israel went into slavery in Egypt, um, they and, you know, the Israelites were place to place and they had their herds and stuff. But then that was kind of a clash with the lifestyle of the Egyptians who were more agricultural. They were farmers, let's say. So, I mean, it was that battle between the farmers and the, you know, the people who had livestock because the people have livestock People who are raising um, always have to watch us eating the crops. And we had this problem when we when we raised sheep too. So uh I can remember a couple of times that our sheep would get out and they would go to the neighbors and just eat their horrifying. I mean, I don't like they'd jump over the fence and one stupid sheep would always be in the front and others would follow them and I'd have to, you know, be a problem. I mean, that's multiply that you know, times and that's kind of what the Israelites were dealing with um, when they were you now back in the land, but they were occupied and they weren't even like the rabbis of that time, don't, you know, don't meet or don't don't um, buy any of the the wool don't uh don't buy the milk from the sheep because they're probably they're probably been stolen, you know, because some of the shepherds would had the habit of grazing their um, sheep on land and some the, of the good shepherds and the bad shepherds, I suppose. But anyway, to make a long story short, they all kind of got lumped together. And um, so it would be like they were considered on par with the people who would clean up in the streets. I know we don't have that problem so much here, but like if you go to France, there's actually, there are the pooper scoopers. Now they have actually little little carts that like suction all the dogs just poop everywhere on the streets you know it's cities and cities it's, and it's that people actually have that job you know so along with the pooper scoopers and i don't know the people that were the low lifers uh, who the shepherds were so just a little background as we read today from so if you have your bibles you can turn to page 805 and that's um chapter 2 verse 8. So it says, and in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Don't be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto city of david a savior who is christ this will be a sign for you you will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes which means like rags and laying in a manger which is a feeding trough for animals and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising god and saying glory to god in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby in a manger. They saw it. They made known the same that had been told them concerning the child. All who heard it wondered what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these things, pondering them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. So you see, it says, You're the, all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. Yeah, they wondered because, like, who was the message first announced? Was it kings? Was it the priests, you know, of the of the temple was it the president or you know leaders were it doctors lawyers and really you know the important actually happened to be that the shepherds were on the top of the list to be receiving the great news about jesus's birth and what do you make of that what do you make of the fact that um that the angel shows up to announce Several things, you know. He he comes to Joseph, he comes to Mary, he comes to Elizabeth, he comes to different people in this whole story. But um, he comes to the shepherds and announces the birth first. But what do you make of that? Why why shepherds? What is it about Jesus that? um, Well, it's interesting that um, so the shepherds. Their job was to raise sheep, right? And sheep before, well, back in the Old Testament, you know, as I was saying, it used to be kind of a respectable job. Everybody had their flocks, everybody had flocks, but then as they moved to Egypt, that was a problem because they were eating the Egyptians' crops. There were less and less. There's less and less of that, and more tension by the land of Israel, their own leaders, you know, in the church, so to speak, or the temple were, were discouraging people from being shepherds, except when they needed them for the sacrificial lambs that would be offered every year. So sheep had to be raised, no longer be on the hills, because that was putting in jeopardy the crops and so forth. They most of them had to be out on the flat plains in the desert until the sheep were ready for, for, for sacrificing. So a few of these shepherds in the hills at night and um, who could be, who would be kind of equivalents to these shepherds. So they're, they're pardon me. Well, and David is actually mentioned here. So what's funny um, that you, it's interesting you mentioned that because uh, David kind of brings back up the status of shepherds, you know, cause he was, he wasn't even brought out when, uh, you know, when the when the prophet wanted to anoint the next David's father, the other brothers. But I was like, "Wait, is, isn't there one more brother?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, the youngest one. He's he's out in the sh- he's out in the fields tending the sheep." And like, you know, I was like, "Come on, bring him up." And he ends that. That's who ends up being, you know, the the king um, is, you know high in the line of, and that king you're right so it says uh, so the says to the shepherds for unto you is born to stay in the city of david a savior so there's that that connection made with yeah david even though he started out as a shepherd and then there's well jesus becomes a king doesn't he he becomes a shepherd it's called the Good Shepherd, and he becomes a lamb as he is given the people of God, to all of us, the whole world, because this news says it's for all people. For the good news of great joy will be for all the people. and the great news has to do with the fact that this figure who the Good Shepherd will the official lamb. So he's coming to the shepherds and he understands their life you know he understands that when it's cold out the sheep are cold but the shepherd is cold because the shepherd is hanging out with the sheep at night when it rains when it's cold they're, it's really hot they're really hot when there's a, you know there's a wolf out there you know they contend with a wolf fierce when there's robbers who from the shepherd, well, there's the shepherd. So there's that constant vigilance. And these were ones that the sheep um, could trust because unlike the hired shepherds, which who Jesus talks about, there's like the good shepherds and the bad shepherds. The ones who were hired just kind of their job, they're trying to do the minimum. They kind of like, you know, they belong, you know, sweet with them, but Jesus is talked about as gently leading the lamb, gently, you know, and, and carrying the, the lost one back on the shoulders. Once it goes astray, he goes and looks for. So it's interesting, all these images that are tied to Jesus, you know, from the get-go here. And um, so these these shepherds, I think are probably, well, why do you think that the angel says, don't be afraid? Hmm? Because I mean, yeah. Because I mean, an angel could be scary, right? And why else? I mean, maybe not. Shepherds weren't all like, you know, living the perfect life. I mean, they were living a hard life, much like anybody who's working graveyard. You know, just out there doing graveyard shifts. he sleep. Shepherds, but they don't. They don't live in their houses. They live outside, and they're they're you know they have like kind of a rough life, and anyway, but why do you think, what would be making, like, what would anybody who's not respected in society maybe be besides the fact that there's an angel there? I was wondering if, like, well, because like, these shepherds weren't even allowed to be witnesses in court, they weren't allowed to kind of public office, they weren't treated like I'm thinking I wonder if some of these people could be sort of seen as felons in a way like they were just always going to be marred for the rest of their lives even if they did their time and stuff if they changed their ways they're still going to always be seen as a certain way Just there's this kind of that thing that's attached to them that makes them just feel like there's nothing and I'm thinking that maybe when the angel just an idea but Bob he says you know when I have to be careful that people don't think i'm like like the guards and like it's just another person coming in and kind of spying on them or just whatever and making that distinction like i'm not excited that you're locked up here maybe the angel could have initially brought fear to people and now we're busted you know we're going to be caught for what maybe some people are disrespected in society they they have this constant sense that they're they're always guilty of something, even if they can't remember what. I don't know, even though I'm not a felon, I my whole life feeling like I've done something, like maybe there's something that I don't didn't remember that I should feel bad about or something. It's a weird thing that I think the enemy tries to put on us is shame and guilt for something. It's your fault that this happened or this other person's struggling and you could have why didn't you help them or whatever. Well, what are your fears? Let's try to relate a little bit to the shepherds, even though we're not, not shepherds. But if Jesus came to people who feel vulnerable, to people who are afraid, to people who lack confidence or feel like people don't understand them, what um, maybe some of us could relate to this in, in a little way. What is it that makes you afraid like at this time? I don't know, maybe kind of like a security or house insecurity or relationship insecurity or health security, there could be all kinds of these, right? But I feel like if this news that Jesus brought through the angel, brought through the angel about Jesus of the world to become the the best shepherd of all, um, what is the message? to all of us, you know, not just the shepherds at that time. What is, um, just bringing it back to what uh, Lisa was, you know, bringing up about the fear. What is it that you fear that might be getting in the way of receiving this really good news? Well, think about it. Whatever it is, you know, Jesus himself became the last sacrificial lamb. The last one that we would need no besides Jesus, because in addition to being the good shepherd, he's the one that actually doesn't just cover up our offenses or helps us do time, but he actually takes away the sins of the world. He removes from us our sins. He removes them. He takes them away. He becomes sin for us. And Jesus is not a baby at this time. You know, we have to pretend that Jesus is still a baby. In the manger, not feeding trough, but Jesus is is with us. You know, he said leave you. I won't leave you as orphans. And you know, he he lived his life on earth and saw the beautiful things that he especially for the people who didn't consider themselves to be important. He actually prioritized them, he actually went directly to them first. But he goes he goes to everyone, no matter what what class, what social class you're from, and the the good message is to everybody. That um, it says, don't be afraid. That's the first part of the message. Stop fearing. I mean, that's, I think fear is the main thing that we, that's that's our default, you know, it's our default, it's our operating system. So, so often the thing that helps us decide what we, we should do is fear. Should I do this or should I do that well? I got to think about money or I got to think about that. And usually, at least I'll just speak for myself. Often I find that fear is a thing that that kind of is what I check back with. Will I be OK or will that person be OK if I don't like figure it out myself? Well, Jesus says, no, we, we can do away with that because the good news is that there's joy that's for us. And it's not just for us. Because God has brought a savior to us and the savior is a humble, a humble shepherd who still continues to shepherd us. And he's the one that's has taken all of our sins upon him and he's made us to be at peace, just be afraid of everything that happens, not even be afraid of our own sins, which is really cool. But we you don't have to be afraid of ourselves. And so that's such good news. Why don't we give ourselves a break? And start loving ourselves and start hoping because Jesus, because Jesus says, I won't leave you as orphans. I'm giving you the Holy Spirit that's going to be with you to comfort you and to guide you, to give you, you know, truth and to Father who loves you. So let's be nice for ourselves this Christmas. It's easy to think of all the things we didn't do, how we didn't, you know, get it to, you know, for other people that were probably gonna disappoint other people. maybe we're just maybe joy right now that's offered. you don't have to wait till heaven guys it's like for today the joy is for now we don't even have to wait for Christmas because Christmas is all year round according to God you know this message is for and all people because Jesus is the Lord you know it seems like there's forces and other leaders that act like the lord act like the ruler but jesus though he's humble he's the one that's and um so let's just take a moment here and and kind of follow what the shepherds did they didn't they didn't very long very long i looked at each other and went. um, they said let's go over to bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has made known to us. You know, God, God's the one that took the initiative. Let's let's go. So whatever thing is that right now, let's not hesitate and ponder it forever. You know, let's just go wherever God leads us to, you know, wherever he, his kingdom is coming and for us today, let's not hesitate. And I think maybe that's why, why the angel was sent to shepherds because because God knew that those shepherds wouldn't just take forever, they, they'd go. And they they would share it with everybody. They wouldn't just, you know, for themselves. And it says, all who heard it were wondering about the, what the shepherds said. Like, shepherds are telling us this. You know, maybe you're gonna be doing something that is not true, and maybe it's through somebody who you don't expect, like a shepherd type person. or well, be on the lookout for shepherd type people and recognize Jesus really identifies um, with the ways And also that he, those who are sick and need a doctor, you know, he says, I didn't come for those who think that they have it all together, but I came for those who are sick and need a doctor. So I think that pretty much covers all of us. And I know I do. So let's just take a moment and give thanks god so god i just thank you that you in coming to this earth thank you jesus that you could have stayed up there in heaven in that nice perfect place with the father but father thank you that you came and made yourself known through jesus on this earth as a human being like you came to us and you hung out and you became one of the flock you became one of the sheep and you you got cold, and and you allowed yourself to get you know touched by suffering by all the things that we we know about and suffer as human beings that you you took a risk to come and um and you entrusted yourself to us in a way and but more than anything, you want us to trust you, that you are the good shepherd. Help us to trust. Help us be so hard on our, to allow ourselves the joy of our salvation, that you took the initiative. We didn't have to be great. We didn't have to be easy. We didn't have to be uh, productive or be good at everything or be winners, but we could be who we are and, and still come. and and that you would and you would gently and carefully look for us when we go astray. So I pray that that would go deep in our hearts tonight and throughout this whole week what the real meaning of Christmas is and about you coming to our world and really help us on that and stuff that we didn't do for, for Christmas this year, how we didn't Prepare, or whatever the thing is, really just burn that into our hearts so that we can know your love and experience your joy in Jesus' name. Amen.